how does a scholar make change? How is agency enacted in everyday life in the practices that bring together the worlds of academia and the public sector? About this and many other important topics is this conversation with Julieta Brambilla in this new episode of El Café Latinx. What is the experience of being a Latinx or Latin American scholar in the field of communication and media studies? What are the main challenges and opportunities that come with our identities? These are the issues that we'll talk about in El Café Latinx, where some of the leading voices in the field will share their professional experiences. Hola, my name is Pablo Wojcicki. I teach at Northwestern University, where I hold the Hamid bin Khalif Al-Thani Chair in Communication. Together with Mora Matassi, doctoral student at Northwestern and executive producer of this podcast, we invite you to discover the journeys of scholars who are at the cutting edge of creating knowledge about Latinx or Latin American communities across the Americas. These are our stories. Esas son nuestras historias. Estas son nuestras historias. Welcome to this new episode of El Café Latinx. I am delighted to have with us today Julieta Brambina. Julieta is professor only in the communications department at Universidad de las Americas Puebla in Mexico. Previously, she was a fellow at the Center for Media at Risk at the University of Pennsylvania, an associate, associate professor at the University of Sheffield, and an assistant professor at ITESM in Mexico City. Uh, Julieta got her uh, BA in communication at the Universidad Panamericana in Mexico City. The BA was in communication, then a master's in political science at El Colegio de Mexico and her PhD at the University of Leeds in the United Kingdom, the PhD in media and communication. In addition to uh, writing over a dozen uh, journal articles and working on a very, very promising uh, book manuscript, which is under contract with Columbia University Press, uh, Julieta has had a very, very important and distinguished career in the public sector in Mexico City. Most recently, she finished a two-year stint as Chief of Communication and Spokeswoman for the Ministry of Finance in Mexico. And before then, she was Information Director of the Communications Unit and member of the transition team for the Ministry of Finance in the Federal Government of Mexico. Julieta, welcome to El Café Latinx. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pablo, for this kind invitation. And I'm very happy to speak uh, with you and with uh, all the people who make this possible. Thank you very much, Julieta. The pleasure is absolutely all ours. So, so tell us, how did it all begin? Um, how was the start of the journey that led you to become a professor and a very prominent uh, civil servant? Well, actually, um, I think uh, it began uh, in a moment in, in probably during high school, between high school and, and actually uh, when I start my, my undergraduate in communication, uh, because I have this sense of that it's, it's important to be uh, somebody to care to cares about what is happening in 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 political life and what is happening in their in your own country. And I, I first realized that one one way to do that was actually to to become a, a, like a journalist or, or something like that. Uh, actually, I was I, I was more like. A, a, dreaming in becoming like a kind of a columnist or political columnist in, in important newspaper in, in Mexico or a magazine. Uh, and then so so that is why actually I I applied for, for and start and, and finish my undergraduate in communication in in Mexico City. Uh, but I always have this sense of, of, of 
to be, it's, it's not only like a, to be a journalist itself or a columnist, but actually not, not like making news, but being in the news in, 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 in the way to, to have a, a more important role in, in society, but making some uh, transformations or, or implying some, some things in, 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 some, in some moments. So then I finished the, my, my bachelor's. And, and was the this financial crisis in in, in Mexico 2009 and in all, all the world uh, so the was very difficult to to start in an in a journalistic um, profession uh, just fr from the beginning I I, I was and, and actually I entered to different uh, like um, newspapers in, in Mexico, like uh, doing this kind of trainees and so. But at the same time, I, I, I wasn't very like uh, fulfilling by doing that. Like I had this more like a deeper sense that I want to know more about uh, not only journalism, but actually about uh, society and politics and that. And then I applied to these uh, masters in in Mexico uh, that is in political science in a place that actually is one of the more relevant uh, research institutions in the country that is El Colegio de Mexico, that they have a, a, a tradition of studies in the humanities and social sciences, not, not specifically in, in communication or journalism, but more in, in sociology, in history and in, in, in politics international relations as well. So that was like um, a, a truly like a, a very enlightened moment to me, like two years, just like full-time dedication uh, with uh, doing that. I got uh, this full scholarship as all the people who, who are in these research centers that are full-time students. And, and it's such a great place because you have, I mean, like uh, it's, one is three students per, per one professor in, in the center. So it's, it's an, a very elite education, public, public education, uh, but in which uh, you can actually have the time to, to, be, to be very involved in all the intellectual discussions, seminars that you, you want. And after that, I really um, realized that the, the things that I enjoyed the most at the moment, at that moment, were actually uh, be, become an, an, an scholar. Uh, so uh, at that moment, when I finished the master's, uh, I, I put aside like this, 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 this idea to become somebody probably in, in, in politics or in like public servant, and actually pursue uh, a career in, in academia. Uh, in, and I choose England because uh, first, first of all, I, I wanted to to do all this like uh, in in a place that was in Mexico, not because there is any issue in Mexico, but because it's, it's a way also to to look to different forms of, of lives, uh, forms of, of being in, in, in the world. So I, I applied to to England because they also have this, I think, the tradition. In, in academia to be probably more diverse probably than, than the US in terms of, of communication. Uh, and, and that is related to their own history, uh, colonial history and, and, and all that. And uh, so, so I start my, my PhD in England, more or less at the same time that I start my gender transition, by the way, in, in at the same, more or less at the same moment. So, that two things happening at once were actually very, very challenging, but also uh, very um, faithful and very with a lot of gratifications uh, to to me. Well, uh, moments like uh, for uh, almost five years in which, at the same time, that to 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 keep to know that. What what means to be um, a, a scholar at the same time that uh, I confront myself with all these deepest uh, um, senses and and also deepest dreams and deepest um, challenges inside me 
about uh, about my own gender, let's say. So, and, and actually, the, the idea of of, of the force of capital that I use in, in, in my PhD dissertation and my uh, oncoming book about how journalists resist uh, these very uh, adversarial environments came from, from something that I was thinking about, about me, uh, about which were the forms of resources that I have at that moment in order to confront my own reality and became the person that I want. So I, I was looking at the, my own resources, cultural, personal resources, or family, friends, uh, networks, uh, also the support of, of the institution that I was at that moment, that was the University of Leeds. Uh, and, and so uh, I think that was very influential also to the way, not only in my personal life, of course, but also in the way I approach to these topics that I later uh, study in, in academia. Is, is that to say that I do, I'm not interested, probably in more interested in, in, in the way uh, attacks against journalists happens, but more in, in the ways journalists as a person resist those attacks. And I think that's very related to the, to the way in which I also was thinking at that moment how to overcome many barriers in order to, to become the, the person in, in a truly gender that I wanted. And, and I think um, that was very, a very significant moment uh, in, in my life. And after that, I, I um, finished the, the PhD, applied to some positions in, in academia. I, I got one in, in Mexico, in, in Puebla. And then I moved to, to Mexico. And, and actually, I, I, I wanted to move to Mexico also to personal reasons related to, to how to live, how to enjoy and share my, at that moment, new identity with, with the people who I cared the most, my family, my friends. Uh, and that, that was actually the, the main reason that I, why, for why I, I back to, to Mexico. And after a year in, in, in university, uh, then I was invited to, to join the, the new government, uh, first in the transition and then as a government. Because I, I since quite a long time, I, I have uh, some sympathies, like critical sympathy to, to, the, to the current uh, administration. And although there are many things that probably uh, I, I wanted to do, that, that they do different. Uh, in many ways, this for my generation represents the first uh, moment in which uh, a movement that is coming from the left uh, take, take power after uh, 20 years of governments from the right. And after that, a very long uh, kind of authoritarian dictablanda or dictatorship in, in Mexico. So, that was also a very interesting moment because uh, as I was finishing my, my PhD at, at, at the same time, all this political movement um, was been taking part in, in, in Mexico. And that was another reason that I, I wanted to, to back to the country and see what is happening, how the thing has been developing. And uh, in, in the current administration, especially in economics, uh, many of the people who are oh, who are in charge now came from this little institution that I mentioned before, that is El, El Colegio de Mexico. So from from there, I I make like um, important connections at, at that moment, that in, in, in personal terms, and and then I, I was uh, invited to the government, and and then inside uh, of these uh, positions that you mentioned before, first as a information director and then as a chief of communication for the Minister of Finance, I realized the, the, the importance of, of, of uh, an academic kind of thinking, let's say, uh, to do this kind of, of role as a public servant in, in, in politics and, and in, in current affairs, everything is so fast. As you can imagine, there are many crises all time, uh, especially, of course, these 
major development that was and is uh, the COVID crisis. And at those moments of, of uncertainty and, and many changes, I think an academic perspective in the way of think, thinking strategic, strategically, thinking ahead, thinking in terms of developing plans in the long term uh, is very important. And, and it's something that I don't know if in other parts, probably, but certainly in, in Mexico is, is lacking. I think like uh, people in those positions with this kind of, of, of thinking uh, that is beyond their own probably more immediate frontiers. And that was something that I, I haven't realized before when I was like a fully conventional scholar, but later I, I realized that uh, is a very, very relevant component uh, for, for, probably for any profession, but particularly if you want to, to pursue a, a career in, in government, uh, because especially when things demand to be very speed, is when you need to slow down and, and think again <laughs> what you are actually doing uh, with that. That's such a fascinating journey. Juliet, I was listening to you. And I was thinking that so th there is an there is a word to me that came to my mind that sort of uh, captures a little bit some threads connecting the disparate uh, dimensions that you have uh, shared with that of your journey. That is the word of agency, right? Yeah. Um, the agency that you have chosen to underscore regarding your research subjects, right? uh, how confronting structural systemic threats, uh, what are the resources that they can deploy, the agency that you share with us in your personal life in terms of the transition uh, that you went through, um, the agency of the left to finally get to power you know, at the national level uh, through AMLO in a democratically uh, you know, elected um, situation after many, many years of no alternatives of that ideological sign, the agency of having to make decisions at a time of particularly heightened uncertainty with the COVID crisis, right? Yeah. So, Agency brings us a lot of possibilities, and there are also lots of sometimes limits to what can, we can achieve, right? So, so what have you learned about what makes agency work? Um, what sort of curtails agency? And within that, what can be changed and what unfortunately sometimes cannot because society, you know, it's not fully malleable, right? And, you know, that's why, you know, structures uh, in society are, um, so have a lot of inertia, right? Um, so you have studied this as a scholar, um, you have experienced an important personal transition in, in your life, um, you are um, working is, was, I mean, I would say as a Latin American is the most important ministry in the cabinet and you have the most important communication position in the most important ministry in the cabinet. And I can say that you probably can't, but I can as a Latin American knowing the importance of you know, income inequality and poverty in our region, right? So you have had a significant role in in, in, in very important decisions, and you have witnessed a lot of that. So what have you learned about the possibilities and limits of agency? Uh, wow, yeah, that's a great, great uh, question that actually I realized that summarized part of, of <laughs> my young journey, and, and it's wonderful. Well, first of all, I would say um, something similar to the core values uh, or core beliefs that, that you have uh, and, and this is something that probably is, is, could be seen in many ways, but in my own perspective, for instance, uh, when I was facing the first steps in my own gender transition, uh, one of the things that 
keep me going was exactly what, what you what 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 you, what you don't want as a person what do you want to be seen as a person to be recognized as a person but more importantly probably what, what are more similar what you want to to be seen or 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 being um yeah um knowledge by by others so these kind of deepest senses or, or values are, are very important and, and in, we can see that also in in politics as you mentioned uh the idea that even in uncertain moments uh the government or the administration in this in this uh in, in my case, the, the Minister of Finance, finance uh, has an, an specific uh, goals and, and beliefs about which is the best course of action at that moment. Uh, and you need to believe that. You need to believe that because this is the probably the only way uh, in which you will find the best uh, strategies and solutions uh, to, to do that. So, and, and it's the same with the, with the, with the journalists. Uh, they believe in their own craft, they believe in their own profession, uh, probably that's the most important fuel uh, that uh, they have, the, the, the most important elements that is uh, with them. But after that, then you need to be very strategic, I would say. Uh, you need to probably to recognize uh, first who could be or who can be your your allies in these strategies which kind of of people you need on your side in order to to actually and finally probably um acquire all the things that you have in in, in my general transition for instance um I, I i wanted in the first place to have the support of, of my family. Not because without the family is, is not possible, but because in, in, in these transitions that are very complex and very deepest in the, in the deepest sense, um, the, the, the companion of your beloveds and, 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 and your parents and your brother, in my, in my case, are, are a key part of, of all that. So uh, in, in, at, the, at the first place I was thinking, uh, they need to be uh, my allies in, in, this, in this journey and, and find ways uh, to probably uh, pursue them to, to become uh, this kind of allies that I, that I needed. And, and I, I, I didn't need to do much more effort with them because they, they, they love me too much. But uh, th that was a, a, a way of, of thinking and viewing this. And it's the same, of course, with, with, with government, uh, as soon as you have to communicate an, an important policy, uh, you need to think strategically who is gonna uh, be supportive of this policy, which can be the lies inside the government, outside the government, in, in civic allies, or even other governments, uh, other actors. Uh, for for communicating this better, and and the same with journalists, no, so they, they they need to to realize which are these allies that they that they have uh, in order to share their information and have the the news published and actually making a, a denounce or, or abuse of power or something in their own states, and beyond uh, deepest values and strategies, uh, I would say that you need to be very aware about what actually you can accomplish and what not. That is to have like a, um, a be, be very honest with you and said, uh, okay, probably this is something that is beyond my, my first um, objectives at the moment. So you need to be very strategic with that as well to have very realistic uh, objectives uh, in order to accomplish that. But of course that is complicated because uh, now that we are talking about that in something that is that, that past, uh, that is part of the past, uh, it's easy to see uh, that uh, which were the main objectives of that, so the main goals. But uh, at that moment when, when things are happening, uh, it's quite complicated. So probably the, the 
the things that you have in order like a guideline to that, I would say are also the values, but also to see what other people in your similar position uh, do at the same time uh, as, as you are facing similar troubles or similar uh, situations. So for instance, um, I, 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 I like to read a lot of like uh, biographies uh, from different people, um, particularly uh, at the moment of my PhD research, I was reading some bios by uh, trans women in, in, the, in the UK and in the US. And, and certainly they, we all face similar challenges. So it's, it's important to see how different people probably that you admire uh, has come to terms with these with these moments and and how how were they think, thinking in in that moments, which were the main limitations um, and that is a form to to um, to see this uh, this this situation this to be honest with you also in in terms of of other in with other people uh, and what other people have been doing in similar situation and it's the same with. With, with government and, and communication. Uh, at the moment of the COVID crisis, all governments, uh, speaking in, in Latin America, they were facing a lot of pressures and demands from different parts inside the government, outside the government, uh, for uh, different uh, organizations, international organizations like the World Bank or the Monetary Funds to apply, to apply cert certain kind of policies in order to address the crisis. And, and a, a way to see this is like uh, what other countries in, in, in the region were communicating at that moment to their citizenship uh, and how they address same challenges. And I, we came to realize that probably the most important role of in, in terms of communication in, from, from the part of the Minister of Finance was uh, to to communicate certainty in, in, this, in this crisis. Uh, and you can do that for different forms, probably um, in relation to the policy that you are following, probably in relation to actually um, to back up other kind of policies that are more in, in the health sphere or are key in order to to the development of, of economy and to the recovery of economy. So to communicate certainty uh, became, I would say, probably one of the main guidelines in, in our way of doing the things in, in when we were facing the most challenging situations. But wasn't, we wasn't an exception of that. Uh, many, in many parts, and actually there are manuals uh, about, about uh, how to communicate in, 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 in crisis. And, and actually um, in, 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 in many, many parts of the world, I, I would say the, the role of the, of the government and, and the leader sometimes is, is this one, uh, especially in these in this, um, this moments. So I would say that you have to have these three, three things, uh, very uh, deepest values about what you are doing is, is what you really want to do it and you're, you believe in that. Uh, secondly, uh, to, to set the strategies, strategies in order to pursue other people, probably allies to become part of your own beliefs and your own way of thinking and, and viewing the, the world. And the third one, uh, to, have, to be very honest and, and have very, let's say like realistic um, goals in order to to to, to accomplish what, what you want. Of course, it's, it's as I say, it's, it's complicated because now that you are thinking about this, it's, it's, it's easy to to conceptualize. <laughs> but at, at, at moments of of, of challenges, uh, could be quite um, difficult to to do it. Trudy, that's a great answer. Um... <laughs> It's a, it's a very detailed and very reflexive answer. Um, so having spent a number of years now in the public sector in very high level positions before the worst public health crisis in a century and during it, and having had you know, 
bachelor's in communication, a master's in political science at the Colegio de Mexico, uh, a PhD in com at Leeds. What is it that you wish you would have been taught in those academic settings that would have made your life as a policy and communication expert, uh, you know, easier, right? Um, you know, we talk a lot in academia about, you know, the, the, uh, the ivory tower syndrome, so to speak, that we sure. discuss, right? Um, sometimes might not be of relevance uh, on the other side. Now that you've been on the other side, what is it that you wish we would teach that we don't? Well, uh, also a great question as, as the last one. And I would say there are probably more than two things, but I will mention two that are, for me uh, has been quite relevant. Uh, first of all, I would say, and, and it's beyond probably academia and public sector, it's, it's more like a, a human uh, in, a human value that is trust and and and, and the importance of trust in in every every part in the work that you develop in order to have for instance a very effective communication uh, in the government and elsewhere you as a chief of, of communication needs to have uh, needs to be in a situation of trust with probably the um, the minister or the undersecretary or other important people inside the, the institution in order to do a good communication because uh, there are many things, rumors, um, uh, fake news and that, and there are also sensitive topic, topics. So you need to have this atmosphere of trust. And it's something that is somehow taken for granted, uh, probably in, in, in school, but in, let's say in, like real life or, or in, in, the, in, in the life of the, that you face uh, in challenging moments, probably trust is, is quite a, a very valuable assist uh, that you need to, to have. But what is also valuable um, in, uh, and also in the same example of a chief of communication is also, trust is also very valuable with, with journalists because at the end of the day, as, a, as your counterpart, both of you need to have uh, this, this uh, sense of uh, that what you are doing is reliable and, and you have uh, something, uh, if not empathy, at least uh, a sense of that we are like a playing in a, in a very uh, horizontal level in which we actually can have like a, trust in order to share information in order to to have uh, other other things so i think trust is is is, is something that is there but uh, probably we need to to think again uh, about that uh, in in our professional careers and that and the other is probably to be important to to take risks uh, and and without uh, thinking too much. <laughs> I mean, because for instance, um, for, for many people being in, in, in an academic career uh, implies many things, but also that there are uh, probably some risks in order to change that career to a different professional path uh, or professional uh, role. And, and it's something that I did but it's something that I also admire in, in, in many people in, in our professional field that at some point probably they were journalists and they, they became uh, scholars or scholars who later on became uh, not politicians, but people involved in, in public affairs, or actually they became uh, people important in the field by creating some like uh, institutions for academic institutions that at, at the moment uh, were difficult to, to invent and, and, and to believe in that. When I was doing my, my PhD in, in Leeds, I, I have the great opportunity to, to speak sometimes with a great scholar in our field that is uh, Jay Bloomberg. And, and he always, um, teach me a lot, but he, I, I remember what, one of the, of the things that 
he shared with me that was that in a moment, I, I think in the 60s, uh, when he was a, a professor in Oxford, uh, um, a lecturer in Oxford about politics, and actually he wanted to, to pursue a, a career studying media, media studies, as, as you can imagine at that moment, the, the TV uh, momentum in, in, in Western democracies and, and, uh, and elsewhere. Uh, that kind of studies wasn't uh, fashionable. And, and many people in, in social scientists, you know, like politics or even sociology, uh, saw that kind of studies like uh, something uh, rare or, or something like, uh, yeah, beyond what, what they expected to do. And, and, he, and he believed at that moment to, to start this tiny research center in Leeds, actually, with Dennis McQuayle and, and others in order to start some, some of the first uh, studies about consumption, TV consumption and, and, and political impact of that in, in the UK. And later on that, that school, uh, the school which I graduated from uh, is, is, is one of the most relevant schools in, in the UK, but also they start uh, a path in, in, in a new field and they, they take the risk. To, to do that. And that is something that also, as I say, probably uh, sometimes is you, you see the people who do that and, and, and probably ask to yourself, uh, how is that they can do that? But actually it's just uh, be having the courage to, to do it because uh, everything starts with a dream. And, um, and sometimes you need to follow that, that dream and, and actually, uh, yeah, become part of your reality with that dream. That's really inspiring answer. Um, so let me follow up on the issue of trust and trust and risk are related, right? You, you feel empowered to, to take risks if you have a certain level of trust in yourself and your surroundings. But, um, you know, trust in institutions in Latin America, for instance, but in other parts of the world as well, has been declining significantly. Um, in recent decades, right? Um, so having been, being a scholar of journalism, a scholar of news, as a, a one of the institutions of, of society that is central to the function of democracy and being a communication practitioner in government, uh, relying on a certain level of trust in your organization, your unit in the ministry in order to convey a message effectively um, how do you see uh, the issue of distrust, distrust in information, misinformation, disinformation, fake news, etc., um, affecting a, a society like Mexico today, a country like Mexico, right? affecting Mexican society? And what are the challenges that that presents on a day-to-day -day basis for communicators. You know, in the past five years, uh, social scientists have uh, taken on a very dystopian view of the world of trust and information. Uh, like hypodermic needles have become like recurrent nightmares. Um, but usually the people who, who, who create those narratives are not necessarily people having to communicate and, and Right and communicate true information and generate uh, trust in the citizenry. So, what what have you learned, both as a scholar and a practitioner, about how trust is created, recreated, and maintained in the communication sphere today? Well, yeah, uh, I think it's it's probably the the topic of our time. Uh, this one of, of trust in, in institutions and specifically in the institution of news and, and journalism. And I, I probably will want to start by, by saying that it's a, a historical pattern in, in, in many places because, uh, and, and, and sometimes a, a very justified pattern uh, as in the uh, history of our countries, uh, they were many times in which the people which uh, had power at that moment uh, actually um, made many things that um, were um, that were in many ways uh, 
let's say bad to to the to the um, healthiness of, of society in terms of their own roots. Uh, we're speaking up here about the corruption that we, we still have in many Latin American countries, but has very deepest uh, roots. And that creates, uh, as I say, a historical pattern. And, and actually the, the citizens of our democracies now uh, start from that point of view that uh, they, they are not willing to 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 offer that that uh, confidence to the institutions because they were many times created in in moments in which they 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 were they weren't representative of them and and now uh, i would say that one of the main transformations of all this is that actually all those institutions are in a, in a big change in, in many parts of the world and, and in Latin America in particular, in Mexico in particular, um, citizens in, in many ways and, and they, they, they came to realize the importance uh, not only to, to expect that somebody else like the government give you what you to believe, but actually in, in creating your own fact-checking mechanisms. And not, I'm not speaking here about the, the fact checking that is come from, from news organizations, all that, but actually in, in many ways with your own friends, with your colleagues, uh, what you do believe or what not. Uh, and, and, and became aware of that, I think, is one of the, of the main transformation of our time. Of course, we have, we are living, as you may know very well, in a society with abundance of, of information. But beyond that, I think um, the fact that, that people is more aware about that and the fact that people care about that uh, is something that probably we, we haven't seen that in, in that level anytime before. Uh, and this is one of, of the, main, the main differences. Also, the fact that, um, and I see that in, in Mexico, but in other places, uh, Governments around the world, I think they are more aware that they need to be more open to their own people. Uh, they need to be more aware about their demands. And in order to do that, I think uh, they need to create this empathy, these uh, networks of trust with, with society. Of course, it's a tough situation and, and that requires many different levels. But for instance, in, in Things as as we did in in the in, in the government, as soon as uh, the minister of even uh, um, a top public official in 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 the minister of finance post uh, a tweet uh, and say something, we we actually try to not only to read the feedback but also actually to answer to to the citizens in in order to create you know like this kind of of, of empathy with all them. And, and of course, uh, this probably, we, we can do that. We, uh, we could do that better at, at some point, but uh, it's, a, it's a manner, you know, to, to create this kind of, of breaches with, with society in which actually uh, truthful information uh, could be emerge uh, and at some points. So I, I think it's, it's something that is going on, that is happening, uh, but it's not also like a, a logical process. We need to push towards that. And, and when I say we, is we as, as citizens, uh, but also in our roles in, in, in society. Really interesting. And so, so Julieta, you, you have a position in academia, you are, just wrapping up a um, multi-year stint in government. Uh, you are taking advantage of a little bit of downtime uh, to finish your book. Um, how do you think about your career moving forward? I mean, what's next for you? And, 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 and how do you think this sort of uh, multi-layered career path, which is unusual for many academics, um uh my continue well uh i don't know yet 
but uh, I have some some ideas. I think this this uh, this idea that we we were talking about before about uh, risk taker uh, is something that is still there, and I think I want I want to combine a little bit more my personal experience as a transgender person with doing research that matters in for, for people in, in my community. Actually, uh, whatever you try to find, uh, like papers or very important academic work in relation to, to the transgender community uh, is very scarce, not only in, in Mexico, but in, in the US and in the UK. There are many things that has been done in the last, I would say, like 20 years. Uh, there are some center for the study of, of transgenders communities uh, in New York and in other parts in, in London. And we have one at Northwestern now in my department. Really? Yes, my, my new colleague, TJ Billard, has uh, launched a fabulous new center. Um, so I'm doing a little bit of promotion for TJ, who's extraordinary. Um, so yes, great. we have now in, in our department a, a new one, absolutely. That's great, and congratulations for that. I think it's, it's quite important, and it's important to many reasons. It's important, of course, for knowledge, because we, we cannot address a problem that we don't know. Uh, if We don't know how many transgender people uh, inhabit our countries. So we, we need the basic knowledge, but also it's important for students. Uh, it's very empowering for them to see or is somebody who is a, a dissident in, in, in gender terms. And it's, it's something that actually makes an impact. Uh, and that makes an impact not only in students, but in, in, in universities, in, in, in organizations, and in, in, in many parts. But for me, I think uh, in terms of thinking in, in, in Mexico and actually in our countries in, in, in Latin America, I think we need to be more aware about, as a scholars, more aware about that kind of, of research that matters in, in, in our societies. Um, from my point of view, because I am very privileged, I would say, in the transgender community uh, as the paths that I've been following and, and all my career. And actually, uh, I have as many others in, in my position, like, um, a responsibility uh, for for doing uh, more things probably, uh, and as I'm not an, an activist, uh, the things that I do more and probably do best are uh, like a researcher and, and 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 somehow public servant. But in 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 terms of 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 research of, of research and, and academia, I want to follow like uh, probably new new paths uh, researching uh, these. For instance, how to how to change uh, public opinion views about transgender people uh, in, in in society? Uh, how to overcome prejudice and, and other kind of stigma that uh, that we have in in, in 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 the news media or that we have simple in in society? And and I th I, I I believe that there are there are ways to do that, uh, but first we need to understand. We need to, to have research about this. We need to, to be very aware about all the cultural limitations that now we have and how to transform that limitations. But when we think about other like cultural phenomena in the last 50 years, for instance, uh, an issue like uh, gay marriage uh, become or, or transforming in one that was at, at some point uh, a huge stigma in many societies to something that is today uh, something that is almost taken for granted in, in some places. Although there are a lot of contestation and a lot of issues still there uh, to many people, uh, as a cultural transformation, uh, this happened in, in about 30 years, more or less. And in that process, uh, media, uh, and, and news, but also um, all, all, all the things that are related to this cultural phenomenon play a role. And I, I, I guess in that uh, for, for transgender rights and transgender issues could be similar paths, but first we need to understand more and, and, and know more about our own 
community and and which are the public policies that we need the most and and other things excellent then if you had magical powers you know, following up from from these uh, last comments if you had magical powers and could be granted one wish about how you would like the field of communication and media studies to change what would you wish for i would wish for um like more diversity in in many forms in the in the field uh, i mean diversity in what we study diversity in the subject that we analyze the approaches that we have uh, and also the the goals that we intend to have as a, as an scholars and i will uh, like develop a little bit about this because um in, in, in journalism, communication probably happens less than in other areas, but certainly we tend to to relate to to see too much uh, to ourselves in in terms of, of scholars. We we don't incorporate that much of studies in in sociology, in psychology, in in, in politics. There are like some breaches, but probably we are not aware of new developments. Uh, so and, and and societies and people are complex complex subjects. So we need to approach them in in so many ways. But also we need to be more diverse in what we are looking for. As I mentioned, the examples of the transgender community, but could be also things that you all do with this seminar to to actually. Uh, try to, to come together with all these uh, scholars that came from a Latino background or profile and, and share uh, this knowledge because it's important because um, not only because the US is a, a very rich place with all these communities, but also because uh, we share uh, some other, other things uh, that are uh, our values and, and, and different things. So I think we need to be more diverse also in, in the goals that we pursue as academics. I mean, one goal could be to be to have more citations, one goal could be to have to, uh, a position in a university, but probably uh, the most enriched uh, goals are beyond that, are what is the impact of your research in, in, in society, what's the impact of your research in, in, in the life of people, what is your impact of your research in, in public policy. Uh, and I think that is that diversity uh, needs to be uh, bringing back, I think, to, to our way of, of doing uh, research and academia. Wonderful. I couldn't agree more with you on all of this. So, Julieta, this has been a great conversation. Thank you very much for sharing your experience uh, and your thoughts with us. Thank you to our listeners for staying with us to the end. And I invite everybody to join us uh, for the next episode of the Café Latinx. Thank you again, Julieta. Thanks to you. Take care. Café Latinx is a production of the Center for Latinx Digital Media in the Department of Communication Studies at Northwestern University. I am Pablo Wojcicki, your host, and I'm joined by executive producer Mora Matassi.